Welcome to the podcast that explores mysterious disappearances, bizarre worldly occurrences, strange phenomenon, and basically everything that's weird. Welcome to the podcast, Everything That's Weird. I am Anthony, and I'm here with Brandon. We are your hosts, and tonight we are talking about the mysterious and bizarre disappearance and murder of the Jameson family. Yeah, Meth Mountain Murders. (laughs) 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 So I am like completely unfamiliar with this part of it. I've driven through Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing. I didn't even know yeah. there's mountains. That's how. Yeah, they don't look very <laughs> mountainy. No, they don't. They I, like I think they're like hills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this family, they lived in Eufaula, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And Bobby was the dad. Sherilyn was his wife, and they had a daughter, Madison. Correct. And they disappeared. Mm-hmm. Did drive up into the mountains and they did never, never came back never came back <laughs> so the weird thing was um, before this Bobby ran like a gas station with his dad mm-hmm. and this is going to come up a little bit later but they had some sort of like riff about where the money was going well he'd worked for him like, you know, he'd even pulled him out of school to work for him. And, and there was some kind of promise that he was going to... Yeah, there was a promise that if, if he ever sold that he would get some of the money or half or something like that. Right. So then... Um, now, Eufaula is a small place. It is. It's it's a small place, but did you know that it's... Uh, there was two episodes of 30th Jobs were filmed there <laughs> yeah what one of them was called worm dung farmer of course okay and then and then another <laughs> one was uh catfish noodling <laughs> dude those guys are crazy yeah yeah the noodlers yeah yeah you just let a fish bite mm-hmm. your hand a, a super powerful fish that sometimes it locks onto your hand and you're stuck underwater, and that's why they have to have like spotters that sit next to them and can pull you out. Yeah, right. Because you can drown. Yeah. So, okay, this family. Also, um, just for the record, just just north, just a little bit up the road from Eufaula, is where uh, I think Carrie Underwood's from. And, uh, Seriously, Chakota. She wrote a song about Chakota, which is like right, just right across the bridge. Huh? Yeah. And she even said in her, uh, I, I saw this too that in her song, I don't know her fucking songs, but in her song that she mentions the name of the mascot of their high school getting beat by the mascot of her high school, the Wildcats beat the. Iron heads, yeah. <laughs> now I, I don't, I don't know a ton of people from Oklahoma, but I have to say, in my personal experience, everybody from Oklahoma is super cool. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I like, a, like less than a handful of people I know from Oklahoma. All of them 
It's because they're like, civilization, real people, <laughs> hey. Right. I, I told you we're cool. You want to talk? You want to talk for a while? Uh, so this, okay, so this family, they're kind of just like living their life. They got some things going on, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but they set out for this trip to go look at this. It's 40 acres, right? Yeah, this property they wanted to buy. In an even smaller place with even less people right. than you follow, right? Yeah. So when they're nobody. when they're doing this, now I didn't think this is weird because I saw it, but like they have like footage of them packing their car. Yeah, it's a CCT camera, and I don't know where the and it's like stop footage, so it's like uh, a picture every I guess five or ten seconds. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's not like continuous video. So a lot of people online say you know they look like they're in a trance or whatever. I didn't really see that, but you know you can watch it and see what you think. Yeah, but I get like I got the impression that what they release and what you see on the internet isn't like the full thing. Like they they didn't get the full video because the um, police officer actually got interviewed when I saw that for that air, for that uh, d- he's the, that big yoke dude with the tats. Yeah, t- yeah. disappeared was the mm-hmm. episode he was on, and he got interviewed when he said that. They made about 20 trips back and forth. And he said sometimes they were taking stuff that they put in the car and bringing it back out. And like, mm-hmm. and that's, I think, probably why people think that they were in the trance-like state. But so Bobby had been in a wreck and he had been on like, like a ton of prescription pills for pain. Yeah, so it was a pretty bad wreck apparently, and it and everybody had said that it, it messed him up pretty good, and it, and this it caused like kind of a riff in their marriage, like mm-hmm. you know they always say for better or worse, but like <laughs> yeah, when you get it, back pain, you get you get grumpy, uh, and you get lethargic, and mm-hmm. you know he couldn't do stuff around the house, and this was like a point of contention with them. And we'll get into that, too, a little bit later. But anyway, they pack their car up, and they're making this trip, and they take their daughter with them. Mm -hmm. And the dog. And the dog. And they go up to see this property. So when they get up there, um, they take a picture of their daughter, Madison. Now this, I don't know, this is another thing. Like, online, people are like, it looks like she's in distress or whatever. Right. Yeah. They they're but jumping I to a lot of conclusions and and I think even the family members were saying that there's no way that the that, that Sherilyn and Bobby, the mom and dad, mm. took the picture because they said that she was and that, and their 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 reasoning is just like oh, they're like she was so photogenic she loved to be have her picture taken that she wouldn't have allowed her picture to be taken like that by her parents. Yeah, I don't know what I'm that like, means. I don't know what I don't that know. means. I don't know what that means either. I've had my kids throwing fits before, and I'm like, this is hilarious, and taking video of a picture. <laughs> you know what I mean? Save it for later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, 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 look at what you look boyfriend. like. <laughs> That's, good. That's good parenting right there. Yeah. So they take this picture. It looks kind of... I think it looks fine. It looks like a normal picture. She looks like... Was she six? She's six years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and 
it looks normal to me. But a lot of people have their own opinion about it. But anyway, that's 200 yards from where they parked their truck, which is apparently right around where this property is. Okay? Mm-hmm. So then they go like silent. And nobody hears from them. Mm-hmm. So at first, it's not a big deal because they're like, well, maybe they're camping. You know, it's like that. People are kind of, you know, but then it mm-hmm. gets to be like four days and they're like, something's wrong. Yeah. So then is it um, who comes upon the truck? Uh, they were actually they were actually doing searches for them. Okay, I'm they find sh- their truck. It, yeah. They, so they had already initiated searches. When they yeah, found they the truck. they okay. when they they just they, they couldn't find them. They started, you know, they panicked and they started putting out the the search parties and everybody went looking and then that's when they found the truck. So when they find the truck, the truck has thirty two thousand dollars in cash underneath the seat. It has a dog, their family dog. Yeah, very malnourished. Very, right, like in bad shape. And apparently they kept saying it was eating its own feces and drinking its own urine. <laughs> like, is it a Bear Grylls dog? <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think it was in self-preservation if, mode. I think it was just dying in the backseat. It looked like a little shih tzu. I think all its natural instincts have been bred out of it. If Bear Grylls was a dog... Yeah, is that, that's is that's that the dog. dog. That's the dog. <laughs> it was peeing on a shirt and wrapping it around its head to stay cool, right? right? But it's not funny. But like it is. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's ridiculous that the dog is alive. Yeah. And um, but what is missing, and what is like kind of a key thing from earlier when they go back and look at surveillance, is that they had packed this brown briefcase, and it's gone. Now, Cheryl, she, uh, she, Cheryl had also had, was it a 22? Yeah, she had a 22. Okay, so they had a family friend, or I guess he was a friend, right? They Living had somebody that was staying with them. Um, they, they, they don't really distinguish whether he was a friend or whatever. They were just putting him up or if he was renting from them or what. Yeah, it, it kind of seemed like. just a guy like... staying with them for, for a while. It, kind of seemed like a ranch hand situation like he was like kind of helping around the property yeah type probably, of guy yeah and uh he was a white supremacist yeah turns out he didn't like the fact that she had some uh some indian blood in her i always thought and maybe this is how dumb i am i always thought like native americans were kind of exempt from the whole white power thing am i crazy about that uh no, I don't think so. I think I thought I think, like Native Americans were like exempt because they were here. <laughs> Am I not? No. Uh, no, no, I'm not. That's not right. white people hate them too. Okay. All right. Pretty I don't sure. know, I'm not Native American, but he said I even like nobody but whites and and I guess that's enough because she's Native American, so she So she told him to get out of the house. Yeah. He he didn't. She pulls this gun on him, and this is why the gun's important. She right. pulls the gun on him. He does still doesn't leave, and she starts firing into the ground, close to his feet. See, I didn't hear she fired the gun. 
I did. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it several different. Okay. I never. I didn't hear about their firing gun. I knew she pulled it on him and told him to get out of the house. And I. I, I that's got to be pretty heated anyway to pull the gun in the first place, or she's just batshit crazy. I've never pulled a gun on anybody. No. But I would think that's a life or death situation. That's one of those things, yeah, where you're like, if I don't do this, he's going to act and I'm going to be fucked. Right. I would think so. Like, I could see if you do that, you shoot because you want him to know you mean business and you don't actually want to go to jail for killing somebody. You know what I mean? Even if it's like a manslaughter self-defense situation. Yeah. You don't want to do five years. <laughs> you know? Right. At the very least. She shoots at his feet. Mm-hmm. And this, this and this is what I read and I saw and I heard several different people had said this account from her. And then I read it. Regardless, the gun and the briefcase are not found. Right. But their cell phones, their wallets, and everything is left in the truck along with the dog. Yeah, it's like her purse, his wallet, uh, both their cell phones, the, the dog, the GPS, maps, and mysteriously... $32,000 in cash. Now, they did say that it was, like, kind of pushed up under the seat. It was like he like he hit it under his tools. Right. I think is what... That's what um, the mom said. Right? Yeah, the mom said that, yeah. Um, so, they, they search and search and search and they don't find them. Right. And then, four years later, some hunters come across the remains of Bobby Sherilyn and Madison. Yeah. And it took them a while to identify it. They found the they found but it the was bones like, and it was like a it was like it was like a, a guy, a girl and a, and a kid. Yeah. It was kind of obvious. They, right. Like they they three people are missing, you know, <laughs> one's big, but they one's were a little all, bit smaller and one's they were real all small. laid face down. Yes. And they couldn't determine Right in a, away, in a row, face down. Right, they couldn't determine right away what the cause of death was, and Bobby's skull had like a tiny hole in it. Yeah, and there's like a, there's like an argument of whether between like the coroner, the detectives, like everybody's kind of arguing about whether or not it's a bullet hole. Yeah, and and it's four years of laying out there in the woods so right. it, it's it, there's going to be an argument there we'll get to that later but that's yeah there's a so there it is $32,000 left in a truck the gun's missing the brown briefcase is missing the family's missing for four years until they find them dead um, they did come with tracker dogs that tracked them to a water cooler? Is that what they called it? It wasn't a water tower. Yeah. And I didn't under, I don't know what that is, but maybe out there it's something for livestock. Where the where they weren't cadaver dogs, they were uh I forget what they called them. 
They weren't cadaver dogs. They were, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, but they, so they, since they had several changes of clothes in the car and they could match that to their video of their closed mm-hmm. caption TV, they kind of, they had their, their scent on them. And the scent dies at this water tower, I guess, or water cooler is what they yeah. describe it as. And then, and then that's it. Um, but then when the hunters find them, they're like three miles from the truck. And it's weird because they have four wheelers, all terrain vehicles, you know, side by sides. They had all kinds of people on foot, um, mm-hmm. dogs looking for them. They don't find them. And then they're like three miles away. Yeah, and I believe it was, I know I, I, I could be wrong here, but I believe it was her friend Nikki, maybe, that had went out into the woods to check she wanted to see the area or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she said it's said it was three miles away from their truck, but that's as the bird flies. If you're walking it, she said it's more like seven. She's oh. like, because it's just like up and down, and you got to cut this way and then cut back this way. You can't take a straight route to. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. As the bird flies, that was like poetic. <laughs> <laughs> but now it makes total sense. That's like a deadline. Right. <laughs> Am I aging myself? I thought you, I thought you were getting heavy. Yeah, like, as the bird flies. <laughs> but like you're right, like as a deadline, it's probably three miles. But really, mm-hmm. in the terrain, it's like yeah, that's what, at least that's what they said when they when it was walked. I I can't, I can't remember if it was the mom or if it was the the, the best friend. Okay, but one of them one of them went out in the woods, and then they said that they had gotten um come up on some vehicles that were all parked side by side with Texas lights and plates and heard gunshots and felt like it was a warning shot. And even though they don't scare easy, this the, yeah. the whole situation unsettled them. So they, yeah, uh, I did hear. I, okay. So I did, I do remember the Texas license plate thing. Cause there's so many facets to the story and we'll get into the, we'll get into that in the next section. But Right now, family leaves to go look at some property. They drive out into the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma into this mountain range or foothill range or whatever you want to call it. And then they go missing. They find their truck. There's $32,000. There's a missing handgun, a missing briefcase, a missing family, and that's it. They're a huge search party. They look for them. They can't find them. They call it off. Four years goes by, and some hunters come across human remains that end up being them and they can't determine the reason or yeah, any no kind cause of cause of death. Of death. Co- coroner couldn't was unconfirmed cause of death because the, the bodies were so deteriorated because they had been missing for four years. Okay. Alright, let's get into the next section. Let's let's like dive in and see what, what could have happened with people. When people ask you, what do you do for a living? Do you want to be able to tell them I'm a producer? Well, now you can. Go to patreon.com, search everything that's weird, and sign up. 
we'll list you in all the show notes and mention you in every episode. Go to patreon.com to get started today. Okay, so let's start with the weird first. Mm -hmm. She was apparently into witchcraft, Sherilyn? Yeah, there's a lot of talk about um, having seances. And and her her friend, I think her friend Nikki said she'd done it several times with them and other friends. And that, like, she always took it a little more serious than everybody else. Now... I've been on a Ouija board before. Yeah. Somebody's moving that shit, dude. Don't. It's me. It's always All the me. time. It's every time. 100, 100% of the time, right? If you put my hands on it, I am going to make it say stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Starts with a B. They're always like, yeah, they're notorious bad spellers. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> But she did. They had like a shipping container mm-hmm. on their property, and they the things like written about cats and black cats and um like cryptic messages spray painted on the shipping container. And I saw it. And it's bizarre. They okay. I have some experience in this. You do? You're a Wiccan? Yeah, but my wife is. <laughs> okay. <Fair enough. laughs> she's 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 a real witch. <laughs> so like, no, no like but a, it's all serious. She's, she's like a, a fun spiritual. witch, like be yeah. witch. But she um she's done things throughout the years that like even my dad my one year she <laughs> went out in the barn and she spray painted on the floor and my dad was like i saw some troubling stuff on the floor of the barn in there when i went there. you know and i'm like dad just calm down it's rachel you know but he's like she's not dabbling in black magic. you know he's freaking out so like i get i get it like from the outside when people do stuff like that it they're gonna you know, this is like the first thing that gets brought up. Like, well, I heard they were dabbling in the black magic, you know. And so I don't believe in any black. I don't believe in magic, period. Like even magicians? Well, of course. That's sleight of hand. Yeah. Uh, but like that, that's not magic. That's, <laughs> that's right. I know. It's an illusion. Yeah, sure. And I totally believe in that because I mm-hmm. make movies. <laughs> that's all an illusion, dude. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't believe in any of that, even one way or the other, good or bad. Right. But okay, she's into this, and her friends are like, "You're right. She's really into it." Mm-hmm. Um, but into it enough to like kill her whole family. I don't know if that's. I mean, it's just it's just witchcraft. It's, it's, Which it's more like that studies witchcraft it. isn't 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 even a evil person. So it doesn't it doesn't equate that way. Like just because she was well, into she witchcraft, had, she doesn't had a make copy her demonic. of the Devil's Bible. Is he right? did. 
Bobby did. Well, I thought she didn't. She got it no, as a Bobby, present. Bobby bought it because they both had experienced, said that they experienced evil spirits in their house. And right. that her their daughter had started talking to an imaginary friend named Emily, who they think was really just a, a malicious entity. So he had confessed to a pastor in the town Right, that that this that they thought there there were spirits in their house, and he even asked weird questions like if he knew where to get any, uh, you know, ghost killing bullets and holy bullets. Yeah, some holy bullets. So, right. which I feel like somebody should sell this. Now, when I I heard about that Bible, and one of the um, in my research, I finally found somewhere where they had said that 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 same pastor had. He had confessed to him that he had a copy of it because he was trying to um, figure out what was going on with the evil spirits themselves. Not like he was like practicing Satan. Satan. What do you call it? Satanism? I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, but like. Uh, but he bought it so that he could. Uh, uh, so Satanism. Figure out the evil spirits. Okay, so fun fact about Satanism because I do know a little bit about this. Uh, um, it actually has nothing to do with like being evil yeah and that's kind of like a misnomer it's more about um, so it's like Lucifer the TV show I don't know I've never watched that (laughs) he's the devil and and, but it's really it's really uh, paints a different picture than this evil demonic being. It's it's more well, like the so fallen Luc- angel side. So. so Lucifer in the Bible mm-hmm. isn't Satan. No, he is. Um, and now it's just uh, he he's the king of Nebuchadnezzar, right? <laughs> so since Christ entered, right? So yeah, he is. <clears throat> He's mentioned, but he is not at all Satan. And it's been like kind of spun that he is. Yeah. And it's kind of like Mary, it's kind of like Mary Magdalene being a prostitute. Yeah. When she was Um, probably a prophet. Right. And like she's, she's been spun as a prostitute where in, in actuality, it never says she's a prostitute. She's probably an apostle. Well, right. There's a dogma. Did you ever see dogma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, no, there's like, there's actually like, there's actually a gospel of Mary mm-hmm. where she, and it's been buried forever. Because a lot of people don't understand that like the Bible was contrived. There used to be all these holy books and there was all these different sects of like Christianity. And then... Like Constantine made one Bible, and that's like yeah. the Bible we read. And they always defend it, like what else? Until King need? James wanted to get divorced, and then right, he made his own. <laughs> right, and then the Mormons are like, "Fuck that, we'll make ours." And the and, Scientologist yeah. is like, "We're just gonna make this shit up." Fuck. <laughs> and Islam's like, "We're gonna go in a different direction." <laughs> <laughs> but. Truthfully, like... Wow, we just pissed off a bunch of people, probably. Oh, probably, I'm sure. Uh, But, like, the Satanist Bible really doesn't say anything about being mean to people. It's more like self-discovery. I know know that. I know I'm, like, totally generalizing it. 
Right. But it's like the power of yourself is the focus of the Satan Bible. All right. So, okay. But that's found in their house. All right. Also, his dad's a bad guy. Yeah, apparently. So his dad has many ties to really unsavory characters. Mm-hmm. Um, they run this gas station together and his dad's a dick. Yeah. So his dad never does include him in any money that's given to him. In fact, that's like the source of this problem. And he says that he skimmed like $10,000 in profits. Yeah, but he's he they he's got an ongoing he had an ongoing I thought legal battle with him over this money, right? And he had they had actually gone and filed a restraining order against their dad because he had, according to them, they he had threatened their lives, all three of them, Bobby and, and the mom, and the, right. And his mom, right? Right. So they went and filed a restraining order against him. And in the restraining order, Bobby had put that um, his dad, he was, he had ties to prostitution, right. meth, and the Mexican mafia. Okay. So meth is like rampant there. It's yeah, anywhere there's, it's anywhere like that. It, it seems like. Yeah, Anywhere where there's poor white desert, <laughs> although where we have, where we're from, it's heroin. Was it like Dave, Dave Chappelle like said? Meth. He goes, "There's one thing that that white people love, it's meth." <laughs> it is, and they, it was, that's sure. pretty funny too because he said it like the crack epidemic with black people, and he was like, you know, he's like, remember when you guys were just like, just say no, just say no. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it now though because I don't give a fuck either. <laughs> but yeah, they, I mean, it's 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 a lot of those small towns like that. Those guys can sh- set up shop out in these mountains and not be seen by prying eyes. And well, I mean, like a base standpoint, we're from a very small town, mm-hmm. and like, what is there to do? Math. It, well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, there is. <laughs> but like, really, if you're a teenager mm-hmm. and you're looking to get into some fun, where we're from. It's basically bonfire, mm-hmm. like parties, yeah. and, and, parties drink, and fields drinking, and stuff. drinking and yep. stuff, right? Four wheel. And, and they always say like pot's a gateway drug. No, it's not. Alcohol is a no. gateway drug. I, I, I never <laughs> bought that. I'm, like it's Me a either. gateway drug because we put it in the gateway position. Right. But alcohol, for real, mm-hmm. sure. is the gateway drug. That yeah, like I, I drank nobody, alcohol and nobody's and sitting prescription around drugs before. Pot. And like, hey, we should uh, we should get some crack. <laughs> it's <laughs> always just not doing it anymore. <laughs> right. It's always people that are fucking hammered, right? And they're like, I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but this this area of the country is really hit by it, and it seems like it whatever epidemic, whatever, but he kind of throws this onto his son like you know he's he's a terrible guy he got in this car wreck which I guess that's two different speeds though right you have like you have like painkillers that you take because of your wreck yeah and then you have like speed 
and we're gonna get into this in just a second, but the one part of the marriage was she said he's a hermit and he don't want to do anything. But if he's doing crystal meth, doesn't that amp you up to do stuff? Yeah, you're gonna want to do a lot of things. You're gonna work on cars, you're gonna house. Right. <laughs> right. You got some projects. Yep. Um but he does this that's not his personality. So I don't know if that's like unfound or not, but it's that that lawsuit ends up getting dismissed. Yeah. But his dad's problems are really bad because like the mom ends up moving in with him, right? And then there's like uh, the dad threatens to kill him. Yeah, he threatened to kill all three of them. Jesus apparently. Christ. Right, right. So, okay. There's the dad. Now, they had a property worth $300,000. I didn't think they, they didn't, it wasn't worth shit because uh, I think the, no, they were about listen, to lose it. They were in foreclosure, but the property had it had a bunch of timeshares attached to it. So know. they're both on disability at the time. Right. Neither one of them were working. They were Neither both on one disability. Of them they're both on disability. She was so, bipolar. So she was on medication that she right. didn't take all the time also. So right. that, that put a strain on the marriage as well. Mm-hmm. And you know how that is. Like, uh, maybe you don't. But like, yeah. if you've ever been around somebody that is bipolar, and their medication. I so this is what happened. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but like, when they're on it, here's what happens. They're on it. And they're like in a zombie state for a while. They're like lethargic. And then it kicks in to where it regulates. Mm-hmm. And they're even. Yeah. And they're very logical to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I don't need to take it anymore. Yeah, and I'd And I'd, then I'd they stop taking it. They right. stop taking it, and then it's like bananas. Yeah, and that's that. From what everything I've read with her, that was like textbook. Somebody that had bipolar that didn't that didn't take their medication regularly is because all of your levels go up at your dopamine levels, your serotonin, all that shit is out of whack, right? right? And then it takes a minute, it takes it takes a minute to like get it regulated. Yeah. To where a normal person functions, you know? And then when you get there, you're like I'm fixed. Yeah, but you're one not. Of the, one of the articles I read was actually written by a guy that admitted that he was bipolar, and he said, "I know exactly what it's like to miss your medication. It's very dangerous to do that because you don't know what direction you could head." And he and he was saying that uh, with bipolar with bipolar disorder, that is exactly kind of what you were alluding to that you get this sense that you don't need your medication. Right. It once you start feeling good. And right. And he goes, and that's that's one of the big problems. So And it's a yo yo too. They constantly fuck with it. They up and down, more or less, you know, they they mess with your dosage. It's it's gotta be exhausting from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But like there's a reason why you know for whatever whether it's trauma 
or whether it's just genetic or whatever, your body doesn't produce what chemicals you need to make like that cocktail of yeah. like a regular person. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to regulate those chemicals. And if you don't regulate those chemicals, then, you know, everything's out of whack. Mm-hmm. And people do go crazy for that. However, does that mean Sherilyn killed all three of them? <laughs> I don't know. You know? Yeah. And so then you go back to, like, Bobby's dad. Bobby's dad's an asshole, right? Yeah. He, like, wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, like, dicked him out of money. He, like, has all these ties to criminals. But then Bobby's dad dies, like, two weeks after. That's two months. Okay, yeah. two months after the search in a nursing home. Yeah, and his, and I, I, I believe it was Bob, uh, Bobby's uncle who would have been um, Bob's dad or Bob's brother. Um, Bob Sr. Yeah, Bob Sr.'s brother had said that he was, at the time of the disappearance, he was either in a nursing home or he was unable to, like, get out of bed. You know, he was like, so, so much, so much so that the cops like really looked into his dad yeah, and they're like, him. they dismissed him. They said ironclad, I think. They said he didn't even have the ability to set up something like this. Right. Okay, so then you have $32,000. But Madison had, they had been involved in several lawsuits where they were suing people. Madison had been punched in the face at school and they had pulled her out of school and they were homeschooling her. So they had also had so what where where did they get the thirty two thousand? There's a reason they got the thirty two thousand. Right. From the house. And there's no there's See that's that's all because nobody can figure out where they would have had thirty two thousand. All the closest but they people think to there them. There was something that got it for a couple. Was it the wreck? They they don't know because they said everybody that was super close to them said they have no explanation for thirty two thousand dollars because both of them were struggling financially. They were both on disability. She was actually collecting um, child support from her son Colton right who who had just previous like I don't know four months I think it said before they went missing went to live with his dad went to live with his dad so that cut off her her her, um her benefits from him and that so yeah her child support wouldn't you know which was helping them plus their disability so and they were they were in foreclosure and I used Mm -hmm. to do I used to do loans I'd talked about this before but I used to do a home lens to be in foreclosure you have to be 31 days past due but but to be at losing your house level mm-hmm. you need to be like nine months it's yeah. six months minimum of missed payments then they have to get a lawyer then there's like an additional three month period to fix it Mm -hmm. and if you don't do all that then they start an eviction process 
and even that sometimes takes another I mean you're talking a year year and a half before of not paying bills yeah but I to where might, the writing might have been on the wall for them already and they just weren't letting on to anybody because if you remember when you go back to when you were talking about they had a, a storage container out in the yard that had the spray paint on it weird and stuff. a lot and a lot of people said they were going that's they what they were, were going going tiny house right they were going tiny house that's the storage container they were going to use they were going right. to buy that property and put that storage container on it so sidebar sidebar i had a house in indiana mm-hmm. and i had a pole barn and i wanted to make a tiny house factory <laughs> and i was going to buy container no this stuff i'm not even joking I was gonna buy containers, mm-hmm. and we were gonna furnish the inside of them. I still think that's a good idea. Sure. And we were just gonna crank them out like Crest Homes, because they're like three thousand bucks for a big one. For the for the forty by twenty. Yeah, that's what they have. So what? They're like three thousand bucks. You can even get them for like nineteen hundred if you buy in bulk. So I was thinking, dude, I, literally, I had a whole, I envisioned a whole thing with like a basement, <laughs> a, a ground level, a second story. And I was talking to my, my brother's an architect and we were trying to work out like, literally, you would use everything that you, so you would cut out your windows yeah. and you could make stairs out of that. Like there was all kinds of stuff. Sure. You can stack oh, them. dude. There's, and now when I see, like, Dwell Magazine, mm-hmm. they're doing exactly what I fucking envisioned. <laughs> but, like, my my thing was uh, I was going to make, and I probably, I'm not going to put this in the podcast, but I was going to make, like, you would have, like, uh, each pod, each container would be a different kind of house. So you could mix and match. And you're like, I'll have that master bedroom, that living room, that right. dining, and you would, you you know, they would, you'd mass produce it, right? And you'd store them, and then you go put them together like Legos. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, um, but whatever, it didn't come to it didn't come to fruition. But so they were planning to do that. Yeah, they were planning on moving into that container on the property. And I, I get it. I get it. We we recently, <laughs> like, I don't know how big your house is. You have a pretty big house. but It's uh, decent. Okay, so I moved from a 2,500-square-foot house mm-hmm. to a 1,500-square-foot uh, condo. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. We didn't use half the house. Right. I'm not joking about that at all. Yeah, I got a whole, use, a whole wing of my house where you don't yeah, even walk in. Right? So we use the bedrooms, mm-hmm. all the bathrooms, the kitchen, and the family room. The dining room and the front room, we never even... All I did was talk on the phone in the front room. That's all I did. Right. <laughs> like, I didn't even use it. Yeah. And and then when we came here, we're like, well, it's like we're losing a lot of space. But then we got here and we're like, this is actually perfect. This is like all we need, you know? Yeah. And uh, so I live in a community with a lot of older people, and they're like, "Well, you already downsized." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn, that that old." So okay, so 
why do they have all this money? So a lot of people think maybe he's into like dealing drugs back to right. the meth. But there's really no evidence of that, right? Right. And that but that's what they were saying that they were one of the theories is that they were going out to meet somebody to do a drug deal and the drug deal went wrong. But I don't see and the, the drug deal going wrong and you're not taking the thirty two fucking thousand dollars in cash. I mean I don't know why you would show up for any kind of drug deal where you go out and they're like, you don't have the money. And they're like, well, I actually do have some money. <laughs> and they're like, well, how much money you got? 32000 seems like that would buy you some time. Right. And I don't see, <laughs> I, you know I, I, mean? I don't see somebody going out to do like a $32,000 drug deal and taking their kid and their dog. Okay. So they were also, the whole reason they were there to begin with, they were buying land. Yeah. So I do I do land. know this. I do know this. Cause I do this. When I buy cars, I take the amount of money I'm willing to hand over for the car. So listen. All right. Say you're buying a car for ten grand. Yeah. Okay. Say it's a two thousand eleven. It's ten years old. Mm-hmm. And say they want 10 grand for it. Mm-hmm. You take six. Mm-hmm. You take six and you put it in a giant rubber band. So it looks like a shit ton of money, right? Right. And you're like, you look at it. Now, if it's in pristine condition, this doesn't work. Right, if the guy, if the guy worked on it like an airplane, yeah, like everything there covered with a tarp, right. But if a guy is trying to like stretch the value, you'll find out real fast. Right. You look, you look at it. If it has one flaw, you focus on it. You're like, well, I mean, look at this and look at that. Say, listen, I have six grand right now, and you pull it out and you show them. That's how you negotiate. Because they're like, okay, I'll tell you what. (laughs) I'll tell you what. Give me seven grand. I'll take the six. I'll give you the title. We'll settle up the other thousand. That's how you that's how you negotiate anything you do. You come like you're serious. Mm -hmm. I think whenever okay, when I bought my house. The people died, right? And it was in a state. She said, Well, we're gonna have like a bidding thing. Um, so you give me your bid. And I said, Okay. Well, I don't even know where to start. She's like, Well, like if I get a hundred, I'd be happy for it. <laughs> and I said, I'll give you 120 if you stop the bidding. And she said, Deal. <laughs> and it's so dumb because twenty thousand over three hundred and sixty months isn't a big deal. <laughs> like it's not that much money. Right. It ends up being like a hundred bucks. Like on your and then if you work that with the interest rate, you're talking like sixty dollars more a month. You know what I mean? Right. Not a big deal at all. So like I could see 
where they bring money to flex. Yeah. Because that's what people in these small towns do. They want you to know they're serious. Right? Right. They want you to know that they're ready to do it now. Like I had, okay, we did we did our upstairs. We were doing the bathroom. Couple couple uh, Billy guys doing my doing my plumbing, right? And right. they uh, they walk out and they're like, "How much you want for that square body?" And I'm like, "You trying to you trying to bang my wife?" They're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like "No, your GMC High Sierra." And I'm like, "Oh, right, of course, right. What am I talking about?" <laughs> no, but uh, they I had an old GMC High Sierra. That I bought from it was a '77 GMC pickup truck right. that I bought from my neighbor. He used to pull his horses with it. I said, you know, what? I need a I need a pickup truck because like I needed to like drive stuff around my property, like like yeah, branches and fucking dirt and like you know you know how yeah. it is, right? Right. And I said, I just need something old to drive around my property. It doesn't have to go on the road and. uh so he sold me this thing for like 500 bucks. We had it for like years. It was great. It had like the the brights were on the floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh dude. And it, the steering, like, you, it was totally unsafe. The yeah. steering was like, at one time I'm driving, the steering's like super, it's got a ton of play in it, right? Mm-hmm. And a mouse jumped out. I'm going 55 miles too fast for the truck. A mouse jumped out of the the uh, defrost vent, <laughs> and I'm like, ah! Right? <laughs> I love that truck. Great truck. Looked like hell. Five hundred bucks. We had the title right. Guys doing my thing. How much for the square body? And I said, ah, man. Because I tell you what, we'll call the bathroom wash. Give me the title. And I said, give him the title. And Stephanie's like, but I love that truck. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. They just did like $2,000 of the work. Give him the, we'll we'll find another one. All right. You know, give, give him the title. So I could see where people, you know, show up with flex money, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So... There's Shit, that, that might awesome. be all the money. We're talking about Oklahoma. <laughs> 40 acres. That's probably all the money. Probably. <laughs> and, you know, you have you have a lot of things. You have land contracts. Yeah. Where, like, people will be like, give me a down payment. Um, I'll deed it over to you, but I'm, I'm residual deed. So, like, you can't sell it without me. Right. But you can loan against it. You can do all this stuff, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I still own the property until you pay me off. Right. So I could see that also, which is why they have the money. But the problem with this whole case, why are they dead? Yeah. And then you have these these dogs. They go and they, they go. And 
Is it a wallet, water cooler or water tower? I never did. I don't know. I don't but know either. I couldn't find water, the. It's some kind of Reddit. water reservoir mm-hmm. where, like, they sent these scent dogs to go track their scent. And they stop at this water cooler. Mm-hmm. And then you have the bodies, and there's no obvious execution. No. Well, at least, at least. Well, like we said, Bobby's got a small hole in the back of his head, but none of the other ones have any what they can see because they, like yeah, they, like you said, they're out there for a long. Yeah, time. They're a long time, and the critters were eating their bones and everything. Wait, they were scattered. There's mm-hmm. a lot of scattering going on, which happens if you're like laying out there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's stop there. Let's go to what we think. When people ask you, what do you do for a living? Do you want to be able to tell them I'm a producer? Well, now you can. Go to patreon.com, search everything that's weird, and sign up. We'll list you in all the show notes and mention you in every episode. Go to patreon.com to get started today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, why don't you take the lead on what you think? Okay, so... Here's the thing. There was, there was, um, after that episode of Disappeared aired, that highlighted the Jameson family disappearance. Apparently, there was um, an anonymous woman called um, the mom and told her that. She used to belong to a white supremacist group and that that group had a, um, a list of people that had a, the people in, the, or the, in the, the white supremacist group, if they had a problem with them, were on this list. Oh. And it was like a taken care of list, right? Oh. And she said that those those two Bobby and Sherilyn were on that list and that she was trying to remember as many names as she could from that list because as she said on the on her call that she had um, searched for some of the people that were on the list and they all a lot of them were missing including them and under mysterious circumstances is what her claim was Okay. And so 
she at first she thought you know she was she was really into it because here's the thing this woman told um and it wasn't it wasn't the mom it was sorry it was nikki chanold the the best friend okay the, the woman told nikki that about an insignia on bobby's wedding ring okay so she told her about that and there was there was a couple other things that um that she had said that corroborated that like she knew who they were especially because of the the insignia on the wedding ring and there's so there's a good chance that the guy that got chased out with the gun put them on that list and even though they said that that guy had an alibi and there's no way he did it it doesn't right, mean he well, didn't have friends so the reason the police ruled out the family friend ranch hand type of guy he was in jail right okay but his and you're right white supremacists in jail are very tight knit Right, and it's, it wouldn't be hard to get word out. It wouldn't be hard to get them on the, this list if there if it did exist. Which a lot of this ladies apparently she corroborated a lot of things. So, um, and didn't get a lot of things wrong. You know what I mean? But she didn't say a lot either. So, mm-hmm. but she was trying to she was trying to tell her something. Now, <clears throat> I'm wondering if maybe that they weren't given that 32,000 by the dad cuz he knew he was dying. And this was some uh, some sort of like last ditch to make heaven. it make it you right know, buy me a $32,000 ticket to heaven. Why 32? It just might have been the cash he had, you know. He's he's a he was we we know he was a bad guy. There's a good chance that he had cash stashes you know okay so let's let's talk about the white supremacy thing real quick because Mm -hmm. okay in ruby ridge randy weaver went to one barbecue Mm -hmm. that he was invited to and he thought it was like a government separatist group Mm -hmm. and they turned out to be white supremacists and he wasn't really into that. He was like, fine, this is well, whatever. He's like, I'm not really like, I don't hate, <laughs> I don't <laughs> hate black people. <laughs> um, but then the government entrapped him because he went to that meeting. Right. So there are a list of people and it sounds like white supremacist KKK that's so old school but truthfully it doesn't to me it makes it doesn't seem crazy out of the realm of possibility that they would keep tabs on people they hate no especially some Native American that shot at you right right so I mean so I mean it's it's and there's here uh, and what my kind of my theory is isn't isn't a, like a lockdown one it's not going down one direction it's just saying that this wasn't because there's a lot of theories of there was a lot of theories out there like stuff like they got lost in the woods which doesn't make any sense because they had a gps they could have took it with them and like colton the son said 
he goes, he's back country. You know what I mean? He's deep country boy. He doesn't smoke cigarettes. He don't. He had, he had a lighter. Yeah. He'll know where he's, he, he wouldn't get lost. And that night it was, uh, they, they actually went back into the weather logs, like 40 degrees was as low as it got. Right. So they wouldn't. And I have, I have, either. I don't camp ever. I've camped in 40 degrees. Yeah. And and I've camped in snow. 40 degrees really is a big deal. If you have covers, you're right. It's, don't get me wrong. It's cold. Like you're not jumping out of bed, but if you have, if you have covers, yeah. Or you have people around you, you can keep warm, or you can make a fire. There's whatever. Yeah, if you can, if you got the ability to make fire, right? You're, it's you not, can't be you're too not lost. Antar- it's not you're, like, you're not in Antarctica. Yeah, you're not that far west. But, but, but either way, that now the other thing is, is that this, this, the word on the street, because the mountains were actually about an hour away from, um. You feel it, right? So, you you follow. It's you follow. Okay, you follow. It's about an hour drive, I think, or so. Okay. I kind of Google mapped it, and it's it's about an hour away. It's, it's okay. southeast. So, but they but all those surrounding areas kind of say that they know that the the meth cookers are out there in the woods. They they all talk about it. Like they do their drug deals out there, they make their mess out there. They, they, which is kind of crazy because it used to be wheat growers, but now it's meth makers. But well, the the turnaround. So Breaking Bad, <laughs> the turning, <laughs> the turning point in that episode is he says they take like a hundred dollars worth of stuff and turn it into ten thousand dollars. Yeah, his brother-in-law says that to Walter White, and he's like, "Really?" And he like that immediately goes into his head, and like, you know, the I I know I lived in California a long time, and we can talk about this off air. <laughs> yeah, weed sounds awesome. It sounds like you just plant a seed, make cash. But yeah. the truth is, people are weed stops. So if it doesn't look like the best, smell like the best, smoke like the best, they will not pay top dollar for it. Right. And the amount of energy that goes into making it almost isn't worth it right now because they haven't gotten it that's why like the Mexican cartels literally have stopped doing weed you know that right it's not it's not it's not a big enough turnaround like they can't they can't flip it fast enough and all the states are going legal too that don't help right and even the people listen even the people even the states are legal you can go on Craigslist right now you can buy dispensaries Right this second, that have licenses that are not profitable, right? Because the market demand and what's out there, yeah, it sounds awesome, but like everything you do in that process costs money. Oh, I'll make brownies. Okay, that costs money. 
you have to you have to extract from a chemical if you think about it like a chemist you have to extract those chemicals from the actual flower okay yeah. there's only a few ways to do that like some people they'll they'll buy you have to buy liquid nitrogen and wax paper so you freeze it and you put it in a press and it's a water and oil thing where like it'll right and then are you teaching you people have, how to make wheat brownies right now yeah right and then you have to spin it then you have to put it in a centrifuge I mean just think about how much money yeah. it's got you sure. have to put it in a centrifuge to separate the chemicals the THC from the CBDs the, mm-hmm. like, all the things that are involved in that right right and then okay fine I'm just gonna sell the weed okay fine well, well, it doesn't come out like a perfect bud. You have to get trimmers. Those guys are like $35 an hour. <laughs> and they're pompous and they're assholes. And they're fucking, right. right? They cost a ton of money. So, like, weed has become, like, the least profitable cash crop because of legalization. Now, crystal meth, crystal meth, and I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of crystal meth, but I do know that it's, it's as easy as making it in a Mountain Dew bottle with Sudafed, <laughs> but like to make really good quality crystal meth, like Breaking Bad, you need some high-end chemicals, and it's very volatile, and to be able to do it, you need somebody that's like a chemist. You need somebody that actually understands like the bonding of the chemicals and Mm-hmm. You know, the volatility and all that, right? right? So, yeah, man. I mean, with these guys, I don't know. I don't know if they're on that level. It's, it seems like... I don't know. But if they, they did, they do, it's at a recreational level. Yeah, with the couple. Yeah, they... But they... Here's the thing. There's 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 so many... I, it's hard for me to lock into one fear about what I think happened to them because there's so many possibilities that nobody's talking about that I think, like, first off, I think buying property out in the middle of nowhere with a shipping container in a meth fucking riddled t- place, <laughs> it sounds kind of shady, you know what I mean? Especially since Colton, their son, said that he had just visited his mom, like, a couple weeks before they went missing, and she didn't mention anything about moving to the mountains. Never at all. told him at all. At all. Right. So for for that tells me for my intense purposes that that property out in the middle of nowhere and that container were destined for something great else. And I think maybe they might have met up with their competition. Okay. So when then they found you come out back, they so were you're gonna come back to, to the Texas license plate people? It might be that it might be that it could be the white supremacist, but there's also this. I found in Oklahoma's news back earlier that year, on March the 31st of 2009, they went missing on um, October. Was it? You're a journalist, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was a guy by the name of Johnny Edward Smith. 31 he was busted he was sentenced to 20 years in a federal prison because he was busted for what they said was um 
He admitted he recruited more than a dozen family members and offered them expensive vacations and incentives to keep selling. Okay. So this guy's in you follow. Okay, so all right, let's 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 talk now, about hold that on, for a hold minute. on, hold on one second. They got there's now when you you talk about um when people said that they were were saying that the family was on meth, right? And the people that were close to him were coming out and defending them. One of the things they said was that Bobby had actually reported on somebody earlier that year, not that long ago, um, for selling meth. And here's this guy that's earlier that year doing that's doing 20 years in a federal prison. Now, I'm not saying that there's a connection there, but this is a guy that's offering, um, where are they going? Offering people vacations, incentives to keep selling. So maybe, maybe they were, they were, um, the ones that ratted on him, or maybe they were part of his drug ring. They they, they were just trying to get started. I don't know if there's an overlap there, but I'm just saying there's something to be said about this. No, I did not. Okay, so weeds. She, you know how like all the girls do like that multi-level marketing, like pyramid schemes. Yeah. Whether it's like Avon or whatever. All right, so whatever. She took on one of these, and one of the girls in that, they sold weed. So she had this like network of people. So that's not a crazy idea. All right. Because if you have like you follow, you become like a well. Apparently, like an underground. Doing it, like he was big time. They said he controlled most of the drug, the drugs, and which uh, wouldn't be hard in fifty in a town of like less than no, three thousand people. Not in Ufala, but right. most of um, southeastern Oklahoma. Oh, they, he was that big. Yes, he was. Oh. He was big time. He was. Um, Huh. It says that the U.S. attorney, uh, Sheldon Sperling, has said Smith's operation supplied drugs in the eastern half of the state. So the problem with being a drug dealer is exposure. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's because, like, everybody wants drugs, right? Right. You can get rid of drugs. But, like, the problem is, is everybody's like, you can't get rid of drugs and make a ton of money and not have people telling you. Yeah. Yeah, he got big and... and so, you're saying that you think he, that maybe... It could be a tie Bobby told on him? He might have told, not told on him, but he might have told on somebody that worked for him and that might have helped with this, this investigation. I don't know. He might have been so just trying break- to go around and get his... Get his he, you okay. know, if something went public that that guy spoke up and ratted somebody out. So in Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. I know it's a TV show, but uh, they the branch out, mm-hmm. and one of their dealers got busted, and he's like, "We need like a criminal lawyer." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we'll hire somebody." He's like, "No, no, no, we need like a criminal." lawyer and he said 
you two are terrible. They finally got like somebody that was like sketchy, like sketchy lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you two, Saul. And he's like, you two are bad drug dealers. You're terrible at it. You're, you can't fucking move your <laughs> shit. You make the best shit, but you can't move it. Right. He's like, you guys are distributors. You're not drug dealers. <laughs> and they're like, oh, right, right. We make the product. Like, we're we're the product. And he's like, yeah. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, it could, I mean, like, it could be, there could be a link there. I mean, it's 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 a little far-fetched, but it's it's. Well, still... how did he kill him? Um, you know. He drowned him? The honest, the, yeah, it could be in, but the, the honest thing is, is that it, if you're going to, you don't have to do much to a kid in a, in Sherilyn wasn't exactly a bodybuilder. She was kind of, no, he so. was weak too. Yeah. And, and, but he's still a dude. So you shoot him in the back of the head with her gun. Okay. What's and, in the briefcase? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It had, maybe it was more money. Maybe they were holding back money that was supposed to go to somebody. You know, like say that thirty-two thousand was really sixty-four thousand, and they had half of it. Okay. So what? It. What's your theory? What happened? I I think that the out of all the the kind of theories I threw out there, which. I still haven't left out the fact that they they got up there and and it was just random that they went up because they their GPS signaled that they went up on the hill and back and that they saw that it tracked them up the hill that they had already went up the hill and back and put their shit in the car and I think that's when they got you know stopped now if it was somebody that was like they went up there and they saw something they weren't supposed to see. They got back to their truck. They followed them back, stopped them at their truck, took them out into the woods. Maybe they had SUVs, threw them in the back of them. And that's why they were three miles away and killed them and didn't even in the 32,000 just sat in the truck because they didn't even mess with the truck. They just, they didn't even think about them having $32,000 in the truck. They just knew that they were witnesses to something they weren't supposed to see. And and they got had. That was another theory I had about why. Because I couldn't figure out why the 32,000 would be sitting there. It's just like, you have to be hardcore to be like, I'm not taking touching the 32,000 because I'm not going to have any evidence against me at all. The bills could be marked for all I know. They could be, you know, you know, any kind, any kind, any reason that you'd want, wouldn't want to touch the money. And you'd have to be pretty hardcore because if you're just like a fucking method or something like that, or white supremacist, you'd think you'd grab that cash, especially if you knew they had it. So whoever did this didn't know that they were coming up there with cash to me, or they are so hardcore that it was like, so you're saying, you're saying wrong place, wrong time. I'm I'm thinking that honestly that I think I think it's I think it's a little bit of all the things I said because I think what happened was I think that they and it's possible my theory was that they 
dad gave money away in his deathbed and nobody ever got to tell about it. And he had no reason to say anything to him because he died two months later. They didn't even know where they were. So they, nobody was thinking he killed him. So he wasn't going to be asking the dad questions too much. You know, they, he's alibi for when they were missing. He wouldn't, why would he bring up the fact that he gave, just gave him 32,000? But either way, if I think that's where the money came from in my mind. And that if that's the case, that nobody knew about it. And that's why it stayed hidden in the truck. And what was they were really doing was they were going out to buy that property. Like you said, they took the money with them to flex. And then they were going to put that container on that property, but they weren't going to live in it. I think they were going to fucking start make, their own. Make yep. an ATM. Yep. And, and I think when they got out there, I think they got overheard or I think they got saw or I think they, they either they either realized that they were competition or they saw something they weren't supposed to but I still think they were up to no good okay. when they did it and I think it's right. somebody that didn't know them close enough to know to like look in the car or whatever or if they were just like come with us and put a gun to their head and then they drove away from that truck and never went near it again Okay. They, they got rid of the problem and then they went on their own way. So you think drug deal gone bad? And I think somewhere... Wrong place, wrong yeah, time. And there's some dude out there right now that as soon as they popped up and said, we found 32000 in the truck, he went... <laughs> but it just yeah. stuck around and checked the truck. <laughs> so I think the exact same thing. I think they went up there mm-hmm. to do some kind of deal and that's what the briefcase is. Yeah. She had a gun. They killed him. Yeah. Immediately. And when they killed him, you have a girl and a and a kid. Yeah. And she, even if she has a gun, whatever. You take the gun. However they kill him, right? Yeah, and I think it might have been they just surprised them and they took her own gun, shot right. him in the head, and then was like, if you don't want your daughter to die, guy, you'll come with us, and they pile them all up in the side-by-side side in the back. And of they, they stored them for a while. Yeah. And then when the trail went cold, they... Because, like, they said they were all over that area. Now, I know, like, three miles, and like you said, seven miles more of a trail... Yeah, but seriously, they had side by sides, four wheelers, motorcycles. Right, they had to be underwater. They had a ton of right. They'd have to be in a place where you can't. Dogs can't smell them. Dogs can't smell them. So, like, I tend to think they were into something else, and I and everybody's like, "Well, their house is in foreclosure," but that seems kind of textbook to me. Like, if you have a if you have a stash of money now, they a lot of people said he got that money from the rack. So, all right. They also had a bunch of prop, a bunch of timeshare properties tied to that property. Mm-hmm. So, like when they bought that property, there were like timeshares in like Mexico and all over, right? Mm-hmm. Tied to this property. So, like those only generate so much income. Like timeshares aren't like you know, junk bonds. They, they like <laughs> they they only generate so much income. Like you get one weekend a year, or one week a year, yeah. and like 
you know, you spend a hundred something a month. So even if you might be able to flip it for like two times, right? Yeah. So even if you have, they said there was a bunch of them. So even if there's five, you know, you're talking about an extra 5,000 bucks. Well, if that property isn't profitable that you're in, you follow mm-hmm. and it's worth $300,000 and you have all this other stuff tied to it. Well, okay. You have like some money come in. Well, it might seem like they're poor, but maybe you just stash that $32,000 like rainy day fund, right? Right. Maybe you have a side gig going on where you're selling meth or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe they go up there to legitimately look at this property and uh, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Like you said. And maybe they actually have money in the briefcase. And they're like, we have money. We came here to buy this property. And there's an extra $32,000. Right. Because they didn't want to show it all. And like you right. said, they kept flex some money. of it back. Right. Flex money. That seems like that's what happened to me. It's just, God, it's it's terrible. Yep. That that's how they met their fate, but like yeah, because the family doesn't get any answers out of that, so it sucks for them. But I, it, I think it's one of those deals where it was it was wrong place, wrong time, like you said, and, yeah. and, and there's not gonna be an answer to it because they didn't leave enough evidence behind. No, and I'm with you. Like I think they got up there and they're probably outmatched, and yeah, and they probably took care of him first, and that's why he has like a hole in his. You know, yep. skull, and it. You know, if it's a small bullet, I don't. I don't know a ton about ballistics, but like, you know, like a twenty-two doesn't have a crazy impact, right? It goes in and uh, they bounce around. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. So my dad was in Vietnam. And he said it's weird because like you see people with like a small hole in their stomach and they're dead. Right. And then you see people with like a giant hole in their stomach and they're alive. Yeah, it's all how the bullets travel. Right. So like, um, but I don't with know. a twenty-two, don't it doesn't. From what I understand, it doesn't do. I've heard a lot of people say that to me, and they're like, yeah, twenty-two bounces around." But I, I always thought that it was like a through-and-through through bullet because they travel up to a mile. Right. But, but I guess I was wrong. But I, I do know I've seen people that like. He got shot six times and it was by a twenty-two. But right, right. And, but well, like, like you know, fifty cent. They're like he got shot by a forty-five one time. He was dead. <laughs> right. Goddamn hand cannon. Right. And then the twenty-two is like a you know precise. Yeah. But it's a um, right. But like you know, I I have a little bit. But I tell you what, you you take a twenty-two out. No matter what, you put it right to the back of somebody's head; they're dead. So, okay, but you would see that. You would you you shoot them in the back of the head. Like this is such a, this is such like a, a a wound to his skull that the coroner and the detectives are arguing about it. Right, but the so skull that is deteriorating. seems to me like a bird pecked a hole in it. Yeah, and if not. They shot him. Where's the exit wound? Like, there's a lot of problems. There is, but but I'm saying if you if you walk up and shoot him in the back of the head, and then you point that gun at the daughter, that mom's gonna do whatever you tell her. Yeah, but where did it come out the front? 
I, it probably didn't. Okay, I can see you put it in his mouth. Yeah, I don't know. But you then you find bullet fragments. So I have two schools of thought. Either it was a mass suicide, or they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. The mass suicide would be like, you know, it's not working out. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I. I don't but know like, if... she wrote like an eleven-page letter talking about how terrible of a husband he was. Right, she said some horrible shit in that letter. But, terrible. But I, but I yeah, also he understand feels terrible. That that's kind of how she he feels she terrible. dealt with her bipolar disorder. Was that when she'd get like God crazy, she would write in her Brandon. book. <laughs> do you write a bunch of shit about what you want to do that's terrible I, I don't but I'm not female <laughs> All right. I don't either <laughs> for the reason that if that terrible shit ever happens they can't ever be like yeah. I'm not like my kids either I don't like record myself doing bad shit and I put it on the internet right Right. and they're like I got in trouble at school because of this and I'm like yeah you should of course you did <laughs> of course you did I'm not even going to punish you because you're dumb. But I don't think she would take them out there to get murdered either. That really doesn't make sense. I think the only thing that makes sense is that they were like, fuck it. Fuck this world. And they killed themselves. Or, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. And when they got out there, they're like, no, we're really just trying to buy some land. And they're like, what's in the briefcase? They're like, cash. You have it. And they're like, well, now we just robbed you. Now we're doing 15 years. Yeah. If you tell, boom, you're dead. Take the mom and the daughter. Mm-hmm. Kill them. Store them somewhere. Drop them off. You know what I mean? It's also possible that they got threatened by somebody. And that's why they looked all weird when they were loading up their truck. And they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Let's just go up to that property and chill that is for a weird. while. That is weird, too. Like, um, and then mass they exodus, got followed, you know. A mass exodus is weird. Yeah. Because, like... But they didn't pack up, like... They were saying that they kept taking stuff to the truck and coming back. But it's not like when they found the truck, there was this overwhelming allotment of stuff in it. Mm-mm. Right. So it wasn't like they were packing up their house and leaving. They were just... Well, when we moved here, yeah. um, I don't think I took that many trips and I packed up our entire house. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? Right. right. I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, yeah. dead, I'm dead serious. Right. I don't think... It's almost I took... like they were buy, buying time. Like they were dicking around. Right. Waiting. Like uh, it takes an hour to get there. Uh, they said they'd be there at this time, blah, blah, blah. And they were just kind of dicking around. So there wasn't no reason to talk or be chatty or anything. You were just kind of, do we got this? I don't want to go up in the mountains without this. I don't want to go up in the mountains without this. Oh, you know what? I should take my binoculars. You know what I mean? You'd... It's bizarre. It's very bizarre. And I have nothing. I'm, I'm inclusive. I really don't have a hard theory that I'm sticking to. I really don't know. I, I know I got too many theories, but I really do think in the end this was not somebody that knew them personally. 
that it was somebody. Yeah, that, and I never heard about the guy from Ufala, but yeah, and I don't know if there's a connection there or not. But it's just odd that there was a humongous drug bust earlier that year, and his family was talking about him reporting somebody earlier that year. And I'm not saying that he did actually report on that guy i'm not suggesting that and i'm not suggesting totally that he reported on one of that guy's dealers which is what i'm saying is possible what i'm saying is is when news hit of this family being found they started talking about all these things and one of the things that was on the news was them talking about how he had reported he had got this restraining order against his father, but he had also earlier that year had reported this drug dealer. Yeah, and it's like, man, if and you just hear that, he's on the, the news, only, he's the you're only one, and you're doing he's, time. You're he's like the only one with a bullet hole. You're like, this is the rat snitch. The whole reason this is a mystery is because none of them else are executed, and, and they don't even know if he was executed. They don't, and you know what? They don't even know what the deal is with the flower. They did you hear about the flower? Apparently, on the daughter, on the um, there was a dried flower, and I don't like. I don't know how you distinguish that from nature fodder, but apparently, it was. It stood out that there was this dried flower on mm. her and her alone. So I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm completely inconclusive. Yeah, I think it's wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, I'm going to go with that too. And to our listeners, I'm really sorry. We have no conclusive <laughs> answer for you. <laughs> they were hey, waiting, they were waiting we, right to the end and we let them down. We should give a shout out though. We should give a shout We're in 23 countries right now. Yeah. Um, And... If you are if you are so inclined, mm-hmm. um, you can follow us on everything that's weird or the at ETW pod. Um, or you can go to Patreon and be a producer on patreon.com mm-hmm. and go to everything that's weird. Or you can also go to everything that's weird on Twitter. Um, and... Let's give a shout out to all our countries. Seriously. If you're from Serbia, thank yeah. you. Um, Greece, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ireland, thank you. We love you. We love you, Ireland. Yes. Um, My wife thinks she's Irish. Is she? She knows she's not. Bermuda, Ghana, Philippines, Portugal, Colombia, Denmark. Brazil, India, New Zealand, Australia, France, Spain, Puerto Rico, Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, Germany, Canada, and of course, the United States. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, We hope we entertain you, and we're super stoked. And every time we pick up another country, we text each other like, hey. (laughs) Got another one. We got another one. So, um, I'm Anthony. I'm Brandon. And this is everything that's weird.